Hello, and welcome to another edition of Aussie Tells All, which was a sports podcast, and much, many, much, much more. Um, today, I have DMAC back on the podcast about all things TV. Welcome back, DMAC. Happy to be back. Absolutely. Last week, different music, all music, music was a pretty fun one. People have were like, people were saying uh, it was pretty fun, and now you're back for some more. Right. Absolutely. Let's start it off here. Um, so, what show did you grow up um, as a kid? You know, back in the '90s, '80s, whatever you grew up in. Oh, um, well, you know, I watched uh, I watched a lot of the old stuff, the uh, sitcoms from like the '50s and '60s. You know, Donna Reed, Patty Duke, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, Mr. Ed. Um, but uh, I, I watched a little bit of the stuff that was that was of the time too. You know. When I was a kid, I watched I watched Alf and yeah. I kind of kind of grew up with Full House, you know. The usual. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. For me, uh, it was Full House, uh, Seinfeld, uh, Home Alone, Home Alone, Home Improvement, Saved by the Bell, and Cosby Show. For me, no, total nineties kid. <laughs> yep, that totally me, totally me. <laughs> Absolutely. Now, nowadays, as an adult, um, what shows do you watch na- nowadays? You know, it, I, I watch a lot of uh, I watch a lot of reality TV. You know, like the uh, <laughs> the 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 shows that not not the trashy reality TV. Nothing like with Real Housewives or anything in the name or anything like that. But the right. the, the the more informative stuff. Like uh, I watch the Leah Remini Scientology show. Um, there's another show, there's another show about, uh, about, uh, more Mormon polygamist cults in Salt Lake City called Escaping Polygamy that I watch. Uh, what? Yeah. Now, what's that on? What's that on? That's on A&E. And, uh, A&E, okay. Yeah. I watch, uh, I watch this really depressing show on Showtime called Time of Death. And it's, uh, it's. It's about people with terminal illnesses, and they document the last mm. days of their lives up to and including their deaths. That's so morbid. It, it really is. I can't even believe they put yeah. that on TV, but sickos <laughs> like me will watch yeah. it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I hear you. For me, it's uh, not much these days, but I like to watch uh, Big Brother, Survivor when it's on. Uh, Crown documentaries, uh, um, Netflix shows. Like I was, I didn't watch a lot of TV back when I was a kid. Like so, I'm trying to catch up to people that I've already seen this like years and years ago. Like I saw Friends recently. I saw Frasier, Cheers, those kind of shows. Like just recently. And also, so you're you're shows. playing catch up on yeah. a lot of stuff. Yeah, for for you it's like movies for you. For me, it's TV catching up for me, <laughs> basically. And I also watch HBO shows as well. Those are also very good too. Good deal. Yep. Um, now, what TV shows made an impact on your life? Ooh, uh, you know, uh, one, a couple that stand out right away from when I was younger are uh, mm-hmm. Roseanne and Married with Children. And ah. neither one of them is anything I would consider to be like a great show, but they were both really yeah. funny. And the thing yeah. is, I grew up watching, you know, like Leave it to Beaver and Make Room for Daddy and all these shows that had like these ridiculously perfect families. And I didn't realize until Roseanne and Married with Children came out that, that there were families out there that were more like my family. I just kind of suspected right. everyone else, everyone else's home life was, was like it was on the Brady Bunch. And that's definitely not the case. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Um, now this Nick, oh, for me, for me though, I had a four, sh- I you know, had four shows here. I had a uh, growing pains because that also was a, um, a eighties comedy, eighties, nineties comedy. But but also had drama in it, had like real life issues also. So it wasn't like just a you know just a, cu- a cookie cutter thing. It had some real issues as well in that one. Mm-hmm. Um, same with uh, 
Cosby Show also was the same kind of deal as well. Now, looking back, it's like, oh, well, you know, on, on Bill. But as far as the show, though, it was a fantastic show. Um, Breaking Bad was also one that's like, whoa, don't do drugs or else you'll get mm-hmm. in some trouble, uh, which I wouldn't, do, I wouldn't do anyway. But it just gives you a little reminder to, so, hey, watch yourself. Um, also, it had also I had the Wonder Years as well. Wonder Years was also really great. Really, really, really raw drama. It was hit the real issues of America back in the 70s and 80s. Right. Absolutely. Um, now, these next two are kind of a two-parter, so bear with me on this question here. So sure. question one of the, of the two are your favorite TV comedies and dramas, and then Matt, want, Matt Green is back again on the, on the text question. He wants to know, after you name those off, your top five in each of those categories of TV, of comedy and dramas, if you have any. Ooh, ooh, yeah, I like that one. Yeah. Um, uh huh. All right, so uh, wow, for for comedies, I would say uh, Taxi for sure. I think Taxi had one of the best ensemble casts of any TV show. Mm-hmm. Uh, I yeah. would say Arrested Development. Mm. Uh, I would say uh, the Jeffersons. Uh, that was mm-hmm. really edgy, you know, like racially controversial comedy for the time, and and I think that was oh, yeah. groundbreaking, groundbreaking in that sense. A um, couple more comedies, I would say. Uh, yep. uh, Modern Family should be in there, uh, and uh, it took me a long time to warm up to that because. I, uh, I, I, I just assumed if, if, if as many people liked it as they did, then there must be something wrong with it. But right, <laughs> so, right. it, you know, I don't always, I don't all, I'm not always right when I have to be the, the contrarian. So I would say that. And then, uh, so many great ones, but, um, I would say it's always sunny in Philadelphia. Just, it's a, Classic. completely different kind yeah. of co- comedy and you know much darker than yeah. most of the other stuff i mentioned and then top five yeah. dramas yeah uh gray's anatomy uh i i did not a lot <laughs> a lot of guys haven't <laughs> um yeah. but yeah. it's 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 one of those shows where uh you know, I don't tend to get really invested into TV characters or TV storylines. It's just more of a yeah. entertainment thing for me. But Grey's Anatomy mm-hmm. makes it a point to make you attached to the people that are that are on TV, and it 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 yeah. makes it a point, I think, to try to rip your heart out every week. They just put Ooh. these people in what? the most devastating situations. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I would say. I would say Grey's Anatomy. I would say Desperate Housewives. I thought was another great drama show. Um, yeah, I thought a little bit of that. I would say, um, who? Uh, Breaking Bad was was definitely up there, especially especially at its height. Oh yeah. Um, and uh, uh, Twin Peaks. I mean. That's of course, of course. Uh, they could, uh, you know, it, I think every person who's a fan of that show could could tell you that it's it's genre spanning. Some people think of it as a crime drama. Some people think of it as a supernatural. Some people think of it as even kind of comedy. Some people even call mm-hmm. it a soap opera, which I I think it was kind of meant oh, yeah. to to uh, kind of pay homage to some cheesy soap operas but in a in a very artsy way. And, yeah, cool. oh, excuse me. And uh eh, you know <laughs> it it's not the 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 most serious kind of drama but uh uh keeping up with the Kardashians I would put in there. <laughs> oh lord. Oh lord. Oh my god. Wow. I have seen that a few episodes. I don't get it. I just don't <laughs> want to follow their their lives, you know. Yeah. Not for me, I guess. Mm. But for me, though, 
I don't know no in order though, but I just feel off my list here. I wrote down last night. I like Seinfeld, Cosby Show, The Office, Curb Your, Curb Your Enthusiasm. That's oh, a great show. Thirty Rock, Curb David. Yeah, Larry David, genius man. Yes. They're coming out season eight coming out this fall. So I'm excited. I, I yeah, yeah, looking forward to that. Me too. Dirty Rock, Friends, Parks and Rec, Cheers, and Frasier for me on the comedy side. And how about the dramas? The dramas? Yeah, I got Breaking Bad, The Wire, Sopranos, those are all HBO shows, Mad Men, uh, Bates Motel, uh, Dexter, uh, Girls, and Game of Thrones. Cool, cool. Yes, sir. Now, this one was kind of interesting when I asked you earlier a while back, but name a couple of TV characters that you relate to, as like as far as personality-wise or, or comedy-wise, whatever you, you think is best to, to lay out there. Uh, well, you, you mentioned Friends, and I think uh, I think probably more than anybody, the people I know really well tell me I remind them of Chandler Bing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so yeah, I, and, and I am always the person that does try to, you know, see the humor in every situation, even when it might not be the most appropriate time. But right. um, I would also say, uh, I'd also say Carrie Bradshaw from Sex in the City, the Sarah okay. Jessica Parker character, okay. um, because okay. she's, she's that the one, person, yeah. yeah, she's the person everyone uh, kind of goes to for relationship advice and love life advice but uh they don't she doesn't always have her own act together in that sense and and that's always yeah. as long as as long as as long as I've been uh old enough to date that's that's kind of been my life too yeah, yeah. now as a man man to man would you consider would you recommend it to a man to watch as far as you know a TV show to watch next is Sex in the City. Yeah. Uh, you know what? I, I, I know, I know guys that watch it. Um, I think your your traditional guys are not going to get into it at all. I mean, it's just too centered on gossiping. It's too centered on shopping. But uh, I, I think if 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 you're a guy that you know doesn't doesn't feel like you have to, to prove your masculinity and is comfortable in your own skin. And then, then then I think you might, yeah, you might find some, some merit in it and some humor in it. And in that sense, I would recognize, you know, yeah, it's it's very, very similar, you know, you know, girls is kind of like the, the next generation down from sex in the city. So yeah, I think you'd appreciate it. Okay. All right. I'll, I'll give it a look. Well, you know how I think about that. Now, um, for me, there are three people. I'll go. I'll explain it each one by, as we go. For I had Screech because Screech from Saved by the Bell because um, when I was in middle school, high school, I was kind of a, kind of a dork, you know, loner kind of guy. So that's one. Tim is one of them. And then I have Woody. Woody from uh, Cheers. He's you know he's a he's he's a cool guy you know, but. Not really that smart. I feel the same way about me. I'm not that smart in some ways too, so I feel like him as well. But um, also Jim Helpert from The Office because I love to play pranks and say jokes and joke around. I'm I'm a funny guy in the group. So Screech, Woody, and Jim are my three guys that relate to me the most for myself. Hey, that's that's a good combo. It sure is. Now this one I want to hear your opinion because this is definitely down your alley. Um, name a few of your favorite TV villains. Well, oh, you know, uh, we've already talked about Breaking Bad a few times. Um, I think Gus Fring yeah. was a great villain. Oh, oh uh, yeah. He, he was a great villain just because you knew he was bad, but you weren't always rooting against him. And that could just be me, but I, I thought he was great. No way. Um, he was fantastic, and, yeah. Yeah, uh, I think 
the the for me whenever someone says tv villain the first person that jumps into my mind is spencer from the hills and and i think that's just it's it's a it's another one of the you know fake reality shows uh but uh he's just the biggest sleaze he's i've never had such a visceral reaction to someone on tv like i i would i i would go to jail to beat that guy's ass he is so annoying he's such a scumbag oh it's terrible it's it yeah he's he's the worst so so yeah he's not a uh He's not really a character, but he's he, he yeah. he's just a scum. Oh, I hate him. Get, I'm getting worked he's up talking. Scum, yeah. 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 Woo, keep talking, man. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, but, uh, for me, though, I got three people on my list. Uh, have you seen Base Motel before? Base Motel. I uh, haven't. No, I've seen the Psycho movies, but I haven't seen Bates Motel. Oh, Bates Motel really really good they just finished their season um their series actually um a couple months ago a month ago basically the just the thing is like um norman bates he's um a teenage kid his mom is also with him um they they traveled to oregon to open their small motel off the highway in oregon and then um so people are done are being killed and stuff and you think it's like Someone, some, someone else, you know, but it's like it is Norman Bates after, after all, you know, and mm-hmm. he's like, he's like a split personality, basically, is what he is. He's he his, his mom, his mom, and himself, you know, and so he's very strange at the end, everything. So he, at the end, was, you know, probably one of the best villains you'll ever see. And the ending of the ending of the TV show was pretty remarkable as well as stunning, stunning events at the end there. But, uh, yeah, he was definitely a bad, bad guy. But at the same time, though, a guy you want, a guy you root for, though, a guy you love. Yeah, yeah. Love and and if, if you know the movie Psycho, then, yeah. It's, I, I it, don't know. Oh, check it out for sure. Anthony Perkins, okay. not Vince okay. Vaughn, because they did a remake with Vince yeah. Vaughn that was terrible. But oh, the, the original terrible. Alfred Hitchcock Psycho, watch that. Okay. I'll check it out for sure. Number two on my list, Breaking Bad again, got Walter White. Now, at first, you know, he's just a regular high school teacher, you know, chemistry teacher, you know, you know, just a regular Joe, you know. But then he gets cancer and uh, he wants to get money for his family when he dies. And so he goes into meth, uh, drug, drug uh, making and uh, selling. And uh, he gets very well at it, very, very good at it, you know. And uh, he, after a while, he he get he turns he turns bad, freaking bad. He broke bad, and he was a bad mad bad motherfucker, you know. And uh, he's a guy that you'd love to see him succeed. You, you rooted for him to get away with it, but at the end, he just had to, you know, wilt away. And how about your number three? Number three, I have Tony Soprano from uh, Sopranos, of all places, the HBO show. Um, now, he was the leader of the, uh, mob, the, mob, the mob in New Jersey. He was a fellow-loving guy, but he was, a, he was like, I guess, Spencer, you're saying? You know, he's a scum, scumbag. He's mm-hmm. a great father and everything like that, but he just, he got, he, like, killed people for no reason. He killed his own people in his own, like, his whole family, and, uh, he just was a very, very bad man. Yeah, he was he was a fun guy to root for, though. I'll say that that much for sure. Now, next I have here. Yeah, go ahead. Oh no, no, nothing. I was just gonna say I have never seen it, which a lot of people oh. are surprised by. <laughs> I am surprised that. What? Why? I mean, why don't? I surprised you didn't watch that show. It's pretty good. Pretty damn good. Yeah, and I'm interested in watching it, and it's funny because uh, one of the main characters on the show is in Bruce Springsteen's band, so people always say, well, geez, just as a Springsteen oh, really? fan, how do you not watch that show? Um, yeah, uh, Silvio, Silvio Dante, Silvio Dante, who's played by Steve Van Zant, is uh, Bruce's lead guitarist. Um, but, 
Yeah, I think the reason why I haven't really gotten into it is just because uh, it had a pretty good run, and I know the episodes were an hour, and I just I feel like it would take me longer to get through than it actually would. <laughs> Took me about five days or so for me. <laughs> oh, okay, well, that might be realistic then. I'll check it out. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Here's one for you. Um, get your get your uh, pick on this one. So, a TV show that was hyped, but you didn't quite get why it was so hyped. You know, How I Met Your Mother. It was, it was it, okay. Explain. Uh, it was just yeah. Everyone talked about it as this like is a whole fresh new approach to sitcoms and. It's got these characters that are really great, and uh, no, I mean when I watched it, it just it it didn't seem it didn't seem like age appropriate for starters. Like I mean, it, these guys they didn't really act their age; they acted like guys fifteen years younger than themselves. Like it it, yeah. it reminded me of of being in high school with these guys whose <laughs> biggest priority was just to go out and get laid and. Uh, and yeah. it just it yeah. never spoke to me. Uh I thought Barney was the most annoying character I've ever seen. And 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 I don't believe I don't believe Neil Patrick Harris in any role just cuz I just, he's Yeah. corny actor. <laughs> <laughs> now, I haven't seen that my show my, I haven't seen it myself and I never had any desire to watch it at all myself, so I don't know about that one, but I'll take your word for that one for sure. Now, um yeah, go ahead. Uh, also, uh, Game of Thrones, um, and oh. you, that's a, that's a that's a tough one for me to say because yeah. a lot of people yeah. whose opinion I value and trust love that show, and yeah. you know maybe I just maybe I just read the reviews too much, but uh, it just seems like a little too much uh, violence against women. Seems like a little too much incest for me. <laughs> Um, and, and I don't like fantasy, you know, people, I, <laughs> yeah. people don't know that about me. Cause I really, really liked Lord oh. of the Rings cause I grew up on the books, but, yeah. uh, people yeah. are like, Oh, if you like Lord of the Rings, you'll like game of Thrones. And I'm like, no, I really don't think I will. <laughs> well, let's take it from, from someone myself who does not like game of Thrones. I'm sorry. Does not like Lord of the Rings. Never watched it. Actually I did it, but I fell asleep. Um, I don't like fantasy. I don't like fantasy, you know, um, but I did give it a shot. I gave it like a, a couple episodes. I was hooked after after episode one. And then I binged watched it for like maybe two weeks. And I was all cut up, you know. So it is definitely, if you love blood and guts and romance and just amazing acting and amazing writing, scenery is amazing. It is a show to definitely get, try, just try it. And I think you'll, definitely be in love as well but don't get attached to any of the characters because they could die at any time right uh, yep yeah that's a, yeah that's a must <laughs> it is a given like oh i guess okay now i get it okay now we know don't fall in love with one year because it might might be gone the next day or the next <laughs> minute you know it's fantastic for me um, and everyone else, I guess, in the country, in the world. But <laughs> just in my opinion. Um, but for me, though, um, so that I uh, overhyped, I didn't get, I didn't get all the buzz. Was Mr. Belvedere? Um, just didn't get it. Um, it was just like a cheap version of the nanny, you know. I just wasn't a fan of it myself. And see, I don't, uh, I remember Mr. Belvedere being on TV, but I don't, uh, I was too young to know if it was really hyped up or not. So I'll I'll have to take your word for that. Yeah, for me, though, like, watch this show every single Saturday night or Friday night. It's Mr. Belvedere on ABC. It's like, I I tried it, but I I can't, I couldn't watch it. But I do know, I like the show I did watch was The Nanny. That was a great show for me. Nanny was Fran Drescher. Um, Mr. Sheffield and everyone in that was pretty awesome. Now, um, now, throughout sort of TV, there's been many moms out there, TV moms. Who are your favorite moms on TV? Well, 
you know, uh, again, going back to the old shows, uh, Donna Reed, yeah. good supportive mom. Um, you know, uh, June Cleaver, good supportive mom. But, uh, you know, those, the thing, the problem with those older TV shows is, uh, is the, the, the moms were, were just kind of stay at home and make cookies and take care of the kids' moms. And, uh, right. Yeah, I grew up in a different time where uh where moms were career women. So, um yeah. I would I would say uh the first one I really remember having a having a connection to as far as uh something that I was able to relate to was was Murphy Brown uh because she okay. was a single career driven TV mom. And that was just something right. you didn't see much of back then, and and I remember that really having an impact on me that uh, that that sure. mom could be the 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 breadwinner, or mom could even be the only parent, and uh, and and yeah. still take care of a kid and raise a kid and care about their child and be involved in their child's life, and so that 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 was that was a big thing for me. Awesome. I hear you there. I hear you. Um, for me, I have a couple of people on my list. I got Laura Petrie from Dick Van Dyke. As you said earlier, you know, stay home mom, you know, just perfect, good cutter mom of the 50s, you know. <laughs> but, but Mary Tyler Moore was so great. Yeah. Oh, she was a, she was fantastic, you know. I love yeah. I love her. I miss, I miss her. But, yeah, she was, yeah, she was fun. Um, also move ahead like 30 years, I would say, or 40 years. Um, Jill Taylor from Home Improvement also. She was a stay-at-home mom also, but she was a kick-ass mom, always keeping it real with her with her kids. And and she was kind of the only adult in that situation because Tim was such a man-child. Yeah. So she had, she had to kind of be the mom and the dad. <laughs> yeah, she had four kids at home, not three. Exactly. And... <laughs> We move on to uh, who are some of the worst moms on TV? That's what I want to hear from you. Oh, wow. Worst moms. Uh, I would There's say, no uh, <laughs> well, not not too many, but, um, you know, yeah, Peg yeah. Bundy it was a terrible mother. Um, and, and she's yeah, a beloved yeah. character from a show that I liked. But, uh, I mean, terrible yeah. mom didn't didn't support her kids, yeah. didn't, uh, didn't, didn't feed her family, didn't, uh, didn't work. Right. She, she, she yeah. was, you know, just sat on the couch, watched TV all day, made sure her priorities were taken care of, but she was just kind of a yeah. drain on the rest of her family. And, and, yeah. you know, I, I've had this conversation with people before where they're like, well, sure. She was a bad mother, but she sure, she loved her kids. And, I, I don't, I don't yeah. see that. <laughs> I saw it as more Al was the one who loved the kids, and Al was the one who would yeah. kick someone's ass if they messed with their kids, but not Peg. And sure. and then she actually she actually went on to play another horrible TV mom on uh, Sons of Anarchy. Oh, yeah? So uh, so I, yeah. so yeah no terrible terrible yeah. biker yeah. mom that, you know yeah yeah. yeah. I gotcha. For me, though, you might disagree with me, though, but I have Roseanne on my number one, number one of the worst moms on TV. I, I'm interesting to hear your rationalization on that. Yeah. Um, well, you know, she ran a loose household. Didn't have a lot of rules in place. Um they got a lot away with a lot of stuff. Dan was majority of the time was the you know the ringleader of the whole family. So I thought she just ran a loose household, just in my opinion. I, I can respect that. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure there's worse moms than that, but that's just that's just my take on on her. Um, that's just me. Um, well, and 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 you, you know there may be something to that because because her daughters both ran off with with scumbags and yeah. had you know got married way too young and, and yeah ended yeah. up in a ended up in situations where they were not going to be able to 
provide the best home for their kids, and that's that is kind of how that cycle continues. In today's age, who thought? Who would have thought that? <laughs> right? Um, absolutely. I got a couple things here. I didn't tell you about this one, actually. But um, name a couple of your favorite TV kids. Well, you know, that's, uh, that's, that's a difficult one for me because uh, cause, cause me and kids are kind of like oil and water. <laughs> um, yeah, but yeah. – uh, there, there are some. There were, there's some TV kids that I love. Uh, I've always said that if, if you could guarantee me that my kids would turn out like the Belchers, then I would have kids of my own. So, uh, so yeah. Tina, Jean, and uh, Louise from Bob's Burgers. I love those kids. Great show. Yeah. And uh, the 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 Dunphy kids in Modern Family. Mm. Um, Alex, yeah. Haley, and Luke. Like I, 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 I like, uh, I like how condescending Alex is. I like how scheming <laughs> Haley is, and I like how how carefree Luke is. Oh yeah, oh yeah, I agree with that. Um, for me, I have a couple on my list. I'm going old school here. I got the Beaver from Luke the Beaver. He's a you know good old kid. I like him. Um, I also like Zach Morris. He's an all-American all kid from Say by the Say by the Bell. Um, I also love Dickie Hauser. I like him. Um, and I also enjoyed the Brady Boys as well. P- Peter Brady, um, Greg Brady, and uh, and um, Bobby Brady. What's the other one? Bobby Brady. Bobby Brady. Yeah, I like all the Brady's and all though. And then also the guy I like also was uh, Richie Cunningham, Richie Cunningham from Happy Days as well, and the Fonz. So another guys? another clean like. cut All American kid there with Richie. Richie Cunningham, guy next door. <laughs> yep. Now on the flip side, name like a like a brat, like a worse, like a you know evil kid, TV kid, if you can think of one. Oh, well, uh, not evil through any of their doing, but the first kids that pop into my mind are uh, Nikki and Alex from uh, Full House, Uncle Jesse and Aunt Becky's kids, just because, oh, oh, I I think that was when the show started to go downhill is when those kids came into the fold. And, uh, you know, I could even take it one step further and say that the original Tanner kids weren't, weren't that great either. Um, you know, uh, well, you know, DJ, Steph and Michelle, you know, Michelle was just irritating. Just never warmed up to her. (laughs) Really? But uh, I I think so. Yeah. The the catchphrases are a little too much (laughs) for me. But uh, oh, wow. yeah, the, the the thing that always and and I sympathize, I do, but yeah, like yeah. I, I feel like DJ and Stephanie always made Danny feel bad about being a single parent, and it was always, you know, every episode the harp music would start, and they would talk about how much they oh, miss yeah. mom and how much they miss, wish mom was. It's like, hey, you know, Danny couldn't help that she died. <laughs> right. She, uh, you know, you know, he's doing the best he can. Cut the guy some slack. Bob don't care though. Bob saying no. No, no, Bob don't care. <laughs> he's like cut, and he swears on the on the onset. <laughs> <laughs> Funny stuff. But for me though, I think he has to be the goat of all goats for um, worst TV kid of all time. If I'm wrong. Eddie Haskell. I knew you were going to say, as soon as you said the greatest of all time for that, I was like, got to be Eddie Haskell, that two-faced little sleeve. Yeah. <laughs> you but look so lovely today, so Mrs. Nice Cleaver. <laughs> yeah. He will He will smile, and he's like, you'd be so evil, you know, just a little skinny little, little kid. It's fantastic. <laughs> he was the best. Just the best. I loved him. Now we're moving on here to what was, in your opinion, what are maybe like one or two of your favorite uh, best TV theme shows? Songs, sorry. Theme, theme songs. Oh, oh, uh, you know, there were some good ones. Um, the, it, I, I love the Full House theme. In fact, that's 
still my ringer for when my mother calls me. <laughs> um, <laughs> I, I also think uh, who I also think um, the Mary Tyler Moore theme, very good theme song. Yeah. The you're going to make it after all very, very empowering. Uh, a a yeah. show that I didn't watch at all, but that the theme song that I thought was really good was, uh, was Laverne and Shirley. Yeah. Oh, yo, that was a great, great show. Yeah. Great music too. A great show. How about well. you? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, for me, I go way back to the seventies with three's company, you know, three's company to knocking your door, you know, Come and knock like, door. very catchy. Yeah, it's very catchy. It's very fluid. It's you know easy to you know to, you know, to sing and stuff. I like that one. Um, I also liked um, Cheers. You know, Cheers is definitely a classic for me. Just you know, somebody knows your name. You know, and uh, I also liked uh, Frasier's theme song because it was just tossed out and scrambled. Is I'm coming again. You know, <laughs> and yeah, and also. Uh, that's what I also do love was was uh, uh, Mad About You as well. That was also a good one too. If uh, if you haven't heard it in its entirety, the uh, Cheers theme song yeah. actually there's a full version of it. It's got several verses. Okay. And it, oh, yeah? it's actually it, it it could hold its own as a real full length song. It, just uh, the 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 the, yeah. the the narrator in the song it's just their their life gets continually worse and worse with each with each line in that song and it all builds up to sometimes you want to go where everybody knows your name and that that's the the, the, the escape yeah that's awesome um what show in your mind was is an underrated show that people should, should definitely check out that you they may not know of by chance you know, on your your radar well uh i think uh it it's it's a show you can't really watch anymore because it's off the air but i thought i thought one of the most oh. criminally underrated shows of all time was a uh was a cartoon called home movies and okay. uh it 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 was it was just really funny. It was about this grade school kid that thought he was going to be Steven Spielberg someday. So he recorded everything around him and, and, uh, made movies and had commentary. And, you know, it was one of those shows where the, the kids are much smarter than real kids their age and the adults are kind of stupid. Um, but yeah. I mean, it, it was like the springboard for, for so much of, of what is, animated comedy now like uh h john benjamin who you know we we all know him now as archer and he's voiced sure. in family guy and you know that was kind of the the stepping stone for him and uh same with mm -hmm. brendan small the main character and the creator he uh mm -hmm. he ended up doing metalocalypse which people who watch adult yeah. swim all know and love okay. um as far as uh as far as currently shows that are still on that are, are underrated, um I would say uh there's a show called Teachers, which is uh oh. really funny. Um really uh it's it's everyone in the show is from a from a sketch comedy troupe. And so oh, nice. a lot of improv, a lot of lot of what goes on is freestyled. Um but Wait. just talk about the uh the how you always imagined the teacher's lounge at school being that's that's how it is that's cool is that comedy central or uh, i believe that's an fx show FX? no 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 that's no. that's tv land uh, oh tv land okay yeah nice all right um for me i have a couple shows i said earlier bates motel um it's a popular show but not, not a lot of people are aware of the show because it's on it's on A and E. Not not really like one of those shows that seems to have like a, a large following of TV shows, you know. Mm -hmm. But if you like if you like drama, comedy, romance, and murder, definitely this one is um, a show you need to check out. Um, also, currently a show that's on right now, 
It's a comedy in Comedy Central. It has a following itself. It's a pretty funny show. It's called Broad City. Uh, it's about these two girls in New York who are roommates, and they just, just their life in New York City is just hilarious. They are pot-smoking um, <laughs> teenagers on the on the prowl. It, it is just it's one of the funniest shows I've ever seen in my life. It's really good. Um, those are two shows I think I definitely check out. Now, we do have some fans, things you want to answer some fans, questions from the fans on Facebook and, and Absolutely. Uh, text here. All right. We got, uh, we got John Riffle. Um, he wants to know, what is your, what's the best show ever? Like your favorite number one, number one, number best show ever for you. Oh, uh, I, I guess I got to say Twin Peaks. I mean, as far as the, yeah. the show that is the biggest part of my life is, is mm-hmm. the one I'm most emotionally attached to. I mean, there were, there were yeah. better shows and there were shows that, you know, I watched probably more often, but, uh, yeah. Twin Peaks, just as far as, as breaking all the rules of TV and, and the new mm-hmm. season just, just took that to the, to the next level. Um, it just so, so smart, so artistic, so abstract, so beautiful, so heartbreaking. Yeah. Um, just everything, there's something for everyone in Twin Peaks. Now I haven't seen one episode before, but I might add it to my next list of shows to, to, to to binge out on. There's there's only uh there's only three seasons and the first season was short okay. so so it wouldn't take you too long to get through it. How why 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 did they have have a, a short run of you know why did they have a short run and then all well of a now you have one more come on and now that it's yeah well the the thing is is it was always meant to be a murder mystery you know it was, okay. it was the, from the first scene of the first episode. It was they find a girl's dead body, and it was trying to solve that. Mm. And uh, the creators, okay. David Lynch and Mark Frost, wanted to keep that mystery going for the length of the show. And when it first came on, yeah. it was it was the highest rated show. It was it was gangbusters, like everyone was watching it, everyone was talking about it. But the network mm-hmm. did not have the patience to go along with three, four, five, six years of trying to figure out who killed this girl. So early on in the okay. second season, they told them they had to solve the murder. And oh, okay. and so, I mean, if the whole show is based on who killed this girl and then we find out, you know, what is there to do? What direction can you take it afterwards? And they, yeah. they tried. There were so many characters. I mean, it was the main cast was almost 40 people, which is huge for a TV show. Wow. So, I mean, there were enough characters that they could have subplots and, and, and explore their lives afterwards, but nothing that's going to keep people hooked and, and guessing the way that trying to solve this murder did. So that the, the mm-hmm. network ultimately killed its own show. Gotcha. Okay. And uh, for myself, I have three shows. I've tried for first scan. I can think of one of the three. There's hard to choose from, but no order in particular. Breaking Bad, Seinfeld, and The Cosby Show. I just love all those shows. This is what it hits me the most. Comedy and and uh, drama. Killing, murder. Love it. Yep. Yep. And then we have Adam from Northern California on the line. Not on the line, but he asked a question earlier on Facebook. Um, he wants to know what is the funniest TV show on currently right now? And also says, is it modern family? So, so he's, he's taken away a big contender for, <laughs> for, for the answer to that. Um, but he, I would he's say, saying, he's saying, he's saying, he's saying, is it modern family? Uh, okay. Okay. Um, yeah. You know, you know, I would, I would actually say, uh, I would say Superstore on NBC. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. You know, it's it's kind what of in the vein, yeah. kind of in the vein of The Office and Parks and Rec, where it's it's 
Oh, oh, really? Okay. You know, it all set in this one place, really, and not much happens outside of the the character's workplace. But I really like show. I really like shows where the the humor is smart. I really like shows where they don't have a laugh track to tell you, "Hey, this is where it's supposed to be funny." You know, if you're if you're if you're a smart <laughs> enough person, you know what is and isn't a joke, and and just yeah. a lot of good physical acting, you know, a lot of a lot of funny things that are that happen without anything being said. Yeah. Yeah, I hear you on that one. For me though, it's Silicon Valley, hands down, for me. That show is a freaking riot. Have you seen that show before? Silicon Valley on HBO? I have not, no. Oh it's got so many stars in that show. It's unreal but it's pretty much about these four four or five guys that live in a little house in silicon valley uh they start a little a little starter business a little silicon valley internet business they go up and down they you think they're going to be hitting the top and they have setbacks and it's just it's just uh if you, if you like do you like uh um um what's his name oh uh oh Miller, T.J. Miller, you like him? Uh, I'm not even familiar with him. Mm. Okay, I guess not, not to call me call me around like I am, I guess. But uh, he is hilarious. Tom Tom Rich, he got uh, him in there as well. So it's a big cast. I would definitely check it out. It is probably my the best comedy on TV as we speak. Now, before we get into the rants and so forth, I have a couple of things I need to ask you. Um, final, final, actually, I have one more fan I need to ask you. That's from myself, uh, from Ozzy. Um, if you want to pick four TV characters of all time to spend the night with, spend the, an evening with, let's say that you have an evening out with them, um, who would you pick and why? Oh, okay. Well, I, I'm going to have to give you two answers for this because, uh, sure. Because, you know, sometimes I like a night out with, with my guy friends, and sometimes I like a night out with my female friends. So I'm going to give you sure. the guys and then the girls. So okay. for the for the guys, I would say uh, Joey from Friends, Mark Sloan from Grey's Anatomy, Uncle Jesse from, okay. from Full House, and Tom Haverford from Parks and Rec. And... That is just because it's 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 a collection of guys who are either players or who at least think they're players. So yeah, you know the, the the what what better wingmen to go out with if 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 you're gonna mm-hmm. go go have that kind of night? Um, sure. And the, you know they're 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 guys that are pretty carefree and uh, like to have a good time and yeah. that you'd so you'd have some loose. stories, right? But if I was hanging out with 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 the girls, then uh, then I gotta go with Meredith Grey from Grey's Anatomy, Karen from Will and Grace, Dee from It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia, and uh, um, Penny from The Big Bang Theory, who I find to be an annoying okay. character, and I don't don't really like her much. But all these are all women that can notoriously hold their liquor, so. Oh. The, the, it, it, I, I need people with me that can keep up on uh, on drinking, and so so those those four could hold their own and probably drink me under the table. I'm surprised you left out Roseanne. Like, who can put them away? If you know what I mean. Yeah, but I don't want to hear her talk about her family. <laughs> <laughs> fair point. Fair point. Now. <laughs> My 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 four, um, actually all male, um, looks like yes. I went with Walter White, Breaking Bad, Don Draper from Mad Men, Dexter from Dexter, and Tony Soprano from The Sopranos. All four guys are pretty much the evil evil characters. I love dark I love dark souls, so I think evil with evil will be a great night out. I like it. Yes. Now. Um, final thoughts on the best TV finale. Best TV finale. Ooh. Um, yeah. you know, 
it, it, it gets a lot of crap, but I thought the Seinfeld finale was funny. Um, I, I get why people uh, yeah, were upset too. about it, yeah. but but I thought that finale, I thought that was a good love letter to all the people who had been fans of that show all along, to bring back all yeah. those beloved one-off characters and and cameo yeah. people. I mean that. Mm-hmm. I people can say what they want about how. Uh, they didn't like how the show ended, but I, I liked that. Yeah. And yeah, correct. I also I yeah. also think the office had a really good finale too. You know, it wasn't the happy ending yeah. for everyone that everyone wanted, but it was real life. Yeah. yeah. And no, Michael, Michael Scott was not even there, so that's like it's real. It's yeah. Like, you know. Yeah, absolutely. Um, for me, breaking bad once again. Uh, you know, no Walter White. He gets his money. He, he, he gives it to his family, you know, and then he passes away in a in a fantastic fashion. And then he gives before he passes away, he gives the money to Jesse. He goes in the car. He drives away to live his own life under his own a whole new life and under a new name. So that for me was poetic poetic justice for me in that show. And and here here here's where we're gonna butt heads, I think, because you also had oh, asked really? me you'd asked me earlier in the week what I thought the worst yeah. finale of all time was, and I told you my answer was gonna be and I and I told you my answer was gonna be controversial, and I yeah. absolutely hated the Breaking Bad finale. I thought it was oh, the worst really? finale. I thought it was worse than the Roseanne finale. I thought it was worse than the Uh, It's All a Dream, St. Elsewhere finale. I hated that finale. Let's hear your thoughts on that. Expand on that. Okay. So first of all, and I'll admit this, this is all me, I was not going to be happy with any finale where Walt didn't get away with everything and live. So, um you know, he he ultimately had to pay for what he did, so so that didn't sit right with me. Um, I was not going to be satisfied with any scenario where Jesse didn't die, and I hate that Walt oh. saved Jesse's life in the end because oh. I thought Jesse was a rat. I thought he was a snitch, and the minute he aligned himself <laughs> with Hank, I couldn't wait for him to die, and it never happened. Okay. The and... Yeah. And I just thought it was really cheesy with the robotic machine gun thing. Like I thought one of the yeah. things I admired the most about Breaking Bad was how Walt used what was around him and his brains to get himself out of situations. So, yeah. you know, if you go all the way back to the early episodes with the fulminated mercury when he blows up uh, Tuco's office. <laughs> um, oh, yeah. Oh, or uh or when he's when he's held at gunpoint by Mike at the uh at the laundromat and and then he just yeah. says that he knows what Gail's address is and that Jesse's on his way to go end him and <laughs> Gus is Gus isn't gonna have a cook. Yeah. I was so yeah. clever. And and I just I don't you know, like the, the when they when he pulled into the complex in that finale and the Nazis told him now park over here, and he lined his car up with the building. They never would have let him get yeah. away with that. <laughs> sure, that's the last TV, though, you know. Yeah. Now, for me though, this might be not really a surprise, but it, for me, it's Dexter. Um, you know, he's a serial killer. You know, very renowned. Um, he never, he never get, he never gets caught, got close a couple of times, um, until he had to kill someone to set them up and everything. Then he, gets a sister who died, um, in the lake and then he goes off, she goes off to be a, a, I don't know. What, what a lumberjack, a, right? A, a lumber, a lumberjack in freaking, freaking Oregon or whatever, Alaska, wherever he was. I didn't, I was like, that was maybe the worst thing I've ever seen. You know, from this badass I, guy to like, I don't know. I, just, I didn't get it. I, I never watched it, but everyone I know who did after that finale, they were like, "Don't even bother." Even the good seasons aren't good anymore because they ended it so bad. <laughs> oh, I would disagree with that. I would disagree. Um, all five seasons of the show 
are each one has its own theme, and each one of them is phenomenal in its own right. Like Colin Hanks, um, John, 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 John Lithgow, they play some bad motherfuckers, and I would definitely tune in. I mean, it, the stuff, everything up to that point, though, the last episode is is phenomenal. A plus plus. It's the last scene. Just, though, just don't like, watch the finale. <laughs> maybe the last scene, then just turn it off after the la- after he go after he goes off in the boat. Turn it off. It's it, it's over, Johnny. But <laughs> before that, though, it's it, it's a fun chase, though it's a fun chase for sure. Now, um, oh, okay, here we go. Now, uh, time for the rant. Need some rant when I got your chest before we we go here. Ah, you know, I don't, I don't really, I don't have anything. Uh, I think my biggest, uh, my biggest rant right now, you know, I kind of talked about, uh, mm-hmm. about some of the stuff I'm watching right now. And, uh, mm-hmm. you know, there's, there's the, the polygamy show, there's the, uh, there's the Scientology show, the new, the new season of American Horror Story, which progressively gets worse every year. So I don't know if I'm going to tune in this year. But I know the new oh, yeah. season is about. I knew the new season's about cults, and uh, mm-hmm. so you know, I people pe- people say to me, you know, they're like, "Well, why aren't you?" And and you know, I feel I uh, practice my own religion, and I I feel like I'm I'm good. With, you know, I I practice Judaism, yeah. not the strict Orthodox yeah. Judaism, but. Uh, I, I, you know, I have a belief, I have spiritual beliefs, I believe in God and everything, but people are like, people, people will say to me all the time, they're like, why are you so uh, judgmental of religion? And why are you so, uh, why why are you so leery about people that are passionate about religion? And well, I mean, (laughs) look at the shows that are on TV right now. (laughs) Religion is a, it can be a terrifying, scary thing. I mean, in Scientology, they separate you from your family and in Mormonism, they, you know, you marry you off to your 40 year old uncle. (laughs) That that is is terrifying to me. (laughs) Absolutely. I hear you. Um, obviously, one thing I want to ask you. One thing I want to ask you. I'm not sure if you have an answer, but um, what is your favorite documentary of all time, or one of the best of all time documentaries you've seen? Ooh, ooh, that's that's a tough one because documentaries are kind of my yeah. my my jam. Um, yeah, there's there's name a few of your favorites actually, if you want to do that. Uh, okay, well, uh, Bowling for Columbine. Um, okay. is a great one. Uh, you know, kind of explores why why America is more gun crazy than any other country in the world. Yeah. Um, there's another one. There, it's I actually watched this one in a uh, in a documentary film class I took in college. Uh, cool. Called uh, called wasn't that a time? And it's about this this <laughs> folk group from the 30s and 40s called the Weavers. And uh, they all got they got blacklisted during the McCarthy period, and they were communists and pretty much had their careers destroyed. But uh, by the time the 80s rolled around, people realized how significant of a contribution they'd made to uh, to politics and music and to society. And so they they had a reunion, and they were all very old at the time. They were in their 60s and 70s, yeah. and uh, Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was it was sad to see where they were at in life. You know, the only one who really kept their career going was the the banjo player and singer Pete Seeger. Um, mm. But the other guy, like one of the guys in the group, was like living in a studio apartment, and one of the guys had both his legs amputated from diabetes, and so it was, it was really sad. But it was like a happy ending because they had this big very enormously successful reunion concert at, at Carnegie hall. Mm. Yeah. And, uh, and, and so all was well, that was ended when they actually ended up having to have a second show because the demand for tickets was okay. so high. And, you know, these so were high, people yeah. that thought they were forgotten about and thought no one cared about them. And people that did remember them were still mad at them, but it just wasn't the case. And, uh, Sure. Ken Burns baseball. I mean, oh, you know, 
pretty, good. pretty much, pretty much every documentary you got to mention Ken Burns, but uh, oh, and the Civil War was great. The uh, the jazz one was great, but baseball was for me that was Phenomenal. the be all end all. Yeah, yeah. Um, for me, I had a few. I don't. I've watched them recently. Um, I liked the uh, O.J. Simpson. Um, it's like a five. Made in America. ESPN. Made in America. That was so, so good. Oh my God, you have no idea how good that was. It won, it won, it won the Oscar for God's sakes. You know, for best documentary. Very, thir- very thorough. Yeah. Yeah, I love that. Um, also, if you like murder, which I do, uh, people might say, "What? You like murder?" Yes, I do. Um, <laughs> ver- very much, very much, actually. Um, but uh, yeah, so I liked Mommy Dead and Dearest. That's on HBO. It's pretty much about this teenage girl back in the 90s or late 90s, 2000, where she was just a little girl and her mom was kind of crazy, you know, kind of crazy and stuff. And then her mom would give her, give the daughter these medications she'd say she would say oh you're crippled you're you're special you're disabled and all this stuff but she was fine she she was fine right Uh, Uh, that's where i thought you were heading with that (laughs) yeah 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 and so um after some time she got tired of it and because she because like she would she would go out in the it's in, it's in Arkansas, Texas, down deep deep south, right? And so she would pay have people come over to the house, give donations to her to pay for her hospital bills, so-called oh. hospital bills, right? It, it's a sickening, sickening story, but there is a happy ending if you get my drift. So, good, um, good daughter. The, the daughter finds a guy, finds a boyfriend online. They don't, they, they live a little ways away from each other, but they're talking, they're talking. The boyfriend, the boyfriend said, no, the, 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 the uh, daughter says, I want to kill my mom. Ha ha ha. Right. Um, <laughs> boyfriend says, let's do it tonight. And this is all on like a chat, you know, like a chat, you know, a thing, messenger chat, not like a chat um, service of some sort. And also right. on Facebook as well. Um, somehow I got on there as well. So one night, boyfriend comes over uh, to the house, mom's asleep in the bed. Uh, da- daughter says, I want you to do it. I, I'm going to be in the bathroom with my, with my with my eyes, with my ears covered up, and you just do what you do. So guy goes in there. Kid goes in there with a knife. Stabs her like 30, 30 times or so in the heart. She's all bloody. The bed's all bloody. They leave the body there in the bed. They they go to his uh, dad's house or whatever in Indiana somewhere. Not sure where, but Indiana. And all of a sudden, the next day on Facebook, the daughter posts, I miss my mom, blah, blah, blah. Oh, no. <laughs> or, no, 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 no. She said, I, I'm glad that bitch is dead, blah, blah, dot, 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 dot. And then they finally get, their, they get arrested. They go to jail. But the good news is the judge was leaning on her because she went through a lot of stuff, you know? So – she got from a life sentence down to like 10 years in prison. So um, she'll be out in her twenties. So she'll have a good, good long life still. Oh, okay. That is a phenomenal, it's on HBO. It came out, it came out this year, actually. It's a pretty new documentary. I would highly recommend that one. Um, and also I watched last weekend with my friend Marissa over at her house, Friday night. I watched uh, um, the, the chess Shire murders also. Um, that oh, okay. is a home in, the worst home invasion in U.S. history. Um, that, it's sad, but uh, also one of the favorites of. I'm a, I'm a dark person. I have a dark a dark soul, um, as you can tell <laughs> by what I, I by, by what by what I watch. Um, but yeah, so those three are like favorites, and also any sports documentary you'll see 
Um, I will definitely watch any sports documentaries that's on TV. I'll watch 30 for 30s that are on. I'll watch Showtime documentaries. I'll watch the HBO sports ones. So anything in sports, I will definitely be watching those. Are on pretty much on that movies. note, then, on that note, yeah. check out uh, Unforgivable Blackness about Jack Johnson, the, uh, okay, the first black heavyweight yeah, boxing yeah, champion. It's called Unforgiven what? What's it called? Unforgivable Blackness. Unforgivable Blackness. Okay. Is that where, where can I find that? Do you know is it on Netflix or Hulu? Uh, it was a PBS documentary. I, I think you can find it somewhere. Okay. If you can't find it on any platform, let me know, and you can borrow my DVD of it. Yeah. Okay. That sounds good. But yeah. Sounds uh, good. Also, yeah. Go ahead. Oh no, just uh, good good commentary of the time of of how hard the the professional boxing tried to prevent him from ever even getting a title shot and then how how wow. negatively they reacted once he became the champion. Nice. Speaking of one last thing for for you here. Speaking of PBS documentaries, I actually forgot one actually that came out recently last year actually or, or this year I'm not sure, but Hamilton um musical was a huge still is a huge hit across the world and they did Hamilton's America on PBS. They did um, behind the scenes with the cast and crew of the show. They went to all the, they went to the actual rooms of the presidents where, where everything took place. They went to see the documents, everything that happened. So it's a very surreal history lesson. If you want to watch, watch that too. It's called Hamilton's America. I'll I check that out. That you, anymore, anymore. It is amazing. Well, Dennis, this was a fun um, hour and eight minutes. Uh, <laughs> uh, it was fun, as you, as always. and hopefully It, it was. Yeah. It was. I, I know we joked all week about how this one was going to run long. Yeah, absolutely. Um, anyway, thanks for uh, tuning in tonight, and we'll talk to you all next week. Thank you very much. See you, Dennis.